Thank you for listening to the podcast for Burlingame United Methodist Church, located in Burlingame, California. Each week, we will share a sermon by Reverend Ann Duncan. Thank you for joining us on our journey through the Bible. A reading from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. May God add blessing to this reading. As I was growing up in the South, when I met people for the first time, the questions were always the same. Who are you? Where are you from? Who's your daddy? Who's your mama? As I arrive in this congregation, many of you ask, who are you? Where are you from? Answering these questions has always been a bit difficult for me. Both of my parents are ministers. Because we are United Methodist, I moved a few times as a child. I was born in Georgia and lived my first five years in a small town in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I lived seven years in Nashville, Tennessee. My middle school and high school years were in China Grove, a small town north of Charlotte, North Carolina. Since high school, I have lived in several more towns and cities. Today, I say I'm from North Carolina and claim China Grove as my hometown. I'm the daughter of Sally and Andy Langford. As I have been meeting you, I have been asking you the same questions. Who are you? Where are you from? Tell me about yourself. Some of you are born here in California. Your family has been here for generations. Others of you have lived here for decades. You are still not native, but you claim Burlingame as home. Another group of people in Burlingame have lived here for less than five years and can count any number of places around the United States as home. Who are we? Where are we from? For the next few months, we will be trying to answer such questions. Where are we from? Who are our ancestors in the faith? Who are the people and events that have formed us? What stories have shaped us? Only if we can answer such questions can we truly identify who we are. For the next few months, I want us to dig deeper into who we really are. I hope you will join me in a journey to discover who we really are. And this morning scripture is where we must begin. The book of Genesis offers us fundamental answers to our origin. This story tells us clearly who we are, where we are from, and who's our creator. Genesis opens most appropriately with the words, in the beginning, 
The first chapters of the Bible are beautiful and quite poetic. And if you listen closely, you will hear two similar but different creation stories. I was 19 years old before I realized that there are two stories of creation in the Bible. As a child and youth, I probably only missed a handful of Sunday worship services. Yet I had never closely read the first verses of Genesis until my Old Testament class in college. This morning, as we begin, I invite you to listen carefully. I invite you to hear both these stories in their entirety. Listen to the rich details. Most of this sermon is simply my reading aloud the Bible. By the end of this sermon, we will have heard two chapters of 56 verses of scripture. And then I will make a few brief observations. If anyone asks you what you did today, tell them you listened to the Bible. These words will remind you who you are, where you are from, and who is our creator. You're invited now to sit back and close your eyes. Hear now the word of God, the book of Genesis, chapter 1, and the first story of creation. Picking up with verse 6 and day 2. And God said, Let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let the dome separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome, and it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together God called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let the lights be for signs, and for seasons, and for days and years. And let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind with which the waters swarm and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed the living creature saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth 
day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind and the cattle of every kind and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. Let humans have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in God's own image. In the image of God, they were created. Male and female, God created them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have these plants for food and to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the air and to everything that creeps on the earth. Everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw that the Lord had made and indeed it was very, very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished in all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that God had done. And God rested on the seventh day from all the work that God had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed the day, because on it, God rested from all the work that God had done in creation. Now hear more from the Word of God and the second story of creation from the book of Genesis, chapter 2. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no one to till the ground. But a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east. And in the garden God put the man whom God had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flows out of Eden to water the garden, and from there the river divides and becomes four branches. The name of the first river is Pishon. It is the river that flows around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Delium and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. This river flows around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tigris, which flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to till the garden and keep the garden. And the Lord God commanded the man, 
You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, you shall die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. So out of the ground the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to the cattle and to the birds of the air and to every animal of the field. But for the man there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then God took one of the man's ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, God made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of man this one was taken. Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. This is the word of God for the people of God. These two stories of creation are the foundation stones of the Bible. Without these verses, none of the rest of the Bible makes any sense. These stories are also the foundation of who we are as people of God. We cannot truly know ourselves unless we remember who created us and where we are from. Why two stories? These two stories are similar to one another, but also different. The early Jews had received these two stories from their ancestors many generations before. And the Jews believe that both these stories told truth about God. We Christians agree. The two stories are not contradictory, but complementary. In the first story, we witness the world's creation from a bird's eye view over seven days. In the second story, without a timeline, we see humans born of dust and given a special relationship with each other and the created world. The two stories give us a fuller picture of the wonders of creation. We've heard lots of scripture today. Now let me be very brief about some of the truths we just heard. What did we hear in these two stories? There are three truths. Creation is a gift from God. All that God created is good. And we are created in the image of God and are very good. Creation is a gift from God. All that God created is good. And you and I are created in the image of God and are very good. First, all of creation is an act of God and a gift from God. God's active word formed the water and the dry land, plants and animals, the sun, moon, and stars. Everything we see, know, and experience, and so much that we do not know in creation is a gift to us from God. The ocean and the mountains surrounding us are a gift from God. The blue sky and the birds chirping in our windows are a gift from God. The Bay Area is one of the most beautiful places in the world. We should never take California or anything else in creation for granted and do all we can to honor it. 
The second foundational truth is that all that exists is good. From the skies to the seas to the greatest mountains to the smallest creatures, God called good. We are living in and surrounded by goodness. What is your favorite aspect of creation? Think about it for a moment. Animals who love us unconditionally and remind us of God's grace. The ocean and the peace it brings. The sunrise, sunset, the vastness and majesty of the skies and the heavens. Flowers, their color, their detail. Seeing the earth from space, the beauty of the blue and the white. In a world full of heartache and pain, Genesis reminds us that the world is inherently good. You are witnesses to God's good gifts to us. God is the creator. All that God created is good. And third, and most importantly for us, God created human beings, you and me and God's own image. You and I are the children of God, and God called us very good. Not just good, but very good. To be made in the image of God does not mean that we physically look like God. Instead, being made in the image of God means that God's mark is imprinted into our very being. There is something about each one of us that reflects God's love and goodness and creativity. Each one of you, young and old, strong or weak, wise or not so wise, gifted in many things or only a few of every color and gender and sexuality and more qualities, all of these are images of God, children of God. So what are the foundation stones of the Bible? God is the creator. All God created is good. And you in the image of God, are very good. People will ask you, who are you? Where are you from? And today we know the answers. I come from the best of beginnings. I come from a glorious creator. I come from and live in a good creation. I am a child of God and I am very good. You come from the best of beginnings. You come from a glorious creator. You come from and live in a good creation. And you are a child of God. You are very good. What more needs to be said? Thanks be to God. Amen.